Hey everyone, welcome to the My360 Mindset Show. Here we'll be talking about how you can achieve consistent peak performances. We'll also be talking about a range of issues from stress, burnout, anxiety, but more importantly, we're gonna discuss how to develop a smarter mindset. Thanks for tuning in. So Tony, I've been working with you using neurofeedback and it's been amazing. One of the cool things I saw was you're able to measure what's going on in the brain. And so you were breaking down the different brain waves and specifically what brain waves would create that uh, mindset that you need to perform, what type of brain waves creates that static or that noise that would rob our performance on the course. Can you break down what should someone expect when they come to work with you and use that neurofeedback? Yeah, certainly. So I'll give them a brief assessment, try to figure out, do they tend to overfire, like high energy, low firing, low energy, or more that instable firing? It's really hard, quick, maybe mood swings or inability to control like responses to triggers, things like that. Once I've kind of determined where you most likely are falling, most of the time it's that over arousal, things like anxiety or nerves. And once I've determined that, then I have a protocol based off of where I want to put the sensor on the brain and what I want to be training as far as frequencies go. When people see the setup, there's a lot of questions. What I am putting on the head is just simple headphones to read the electrical signals in the brain that are already there. Nothing needs to go in, nothing needs to come out. It's just simple measuring the frequencies. But the most common ones I use, I can explain right now. So it's Delta, it's a lower frequency and typically people who might have a lot of concussions or brain injuries or just issues with their firing, if that's active while you're awake, it can look like a lot of daydreaming, inability to focus, static in the brain, kind of like a fog. Then I also focus on one that you Heard a lot from golfers, most likely beta. So this is the attention one, depending on where in the brain I'm, I'm hoping it. And this is your ability to lock in. If it's over firing, your attention is all over the place. And this is something that golfers really struggle with. Nothing else in the world matters, just my shot right now. Quick question yeah. about the game that played. I thought that was really cool. It's like part of the training, right? Yep. To analyze how we perform in that session. Can you talk a little bit about the games that you have these players do and what? why would you do that? Yeah, certainly. So the games actually have specific functions. We, I think we played Pac-Man yep. without the ghosts, unfortunately. But for that, neurofeedback is based all off of getting reward for the brain firing the way we want it to. Now, our brains will often fire randomly, but when I can get your brain firing in a way that I ask you, you feeling pretty good? You feeling like you go play a good round right now? I now have your thresholds. I have your reading that I want to try to get your brain to fire at all the time. And so once it fires randomly within those thresholds, the game starts to play. And so when you are calm, focused, and right. locked in, Pac-Man was moving pretty fast. Right, it's like I'm playing Pac-Man with my brain. And I just thought it was really cool. It's cool training. And you never get that in any other type of mental game training, right? Yep. So it really helps people learn how to get into that mindset. Yeah, and it also strengthens a lot of the mental skills that I'm doing outside of neurofeedback. How do we do belly breathing for relaxation or even getting your energy up? And I'll see that off the charts and I'll tell them to take a deep breath and it'll lower a little bit and they'll say, I'm so relaxed, but their numbers are still saying you can get even more relaxed, even more in the zone. Yeah. So the technology really helps us just strengthen the interventions. And when you're playing that game and you're getting that reward, your brain is learning, oh, this is how I should be firing more often. This is more effective in my environment. And so eventually, once you've done enough sessions, you can go to the golf course. That was a very unique beep you were hearing. Injury is good enough, you can picture the beep and your brain will just fall right into that zone. So Tony, a specific example that players struggle with is they're on the tee and they see water on the right side. And what happens is the anxiety builds up. They get really nervous and then they start thinking, don't hit it into the water, yep. right? Rather than, okay, I'm gonna focus on hitting the fairway. They're just consumed with that, don't hit it in the water type mindset. 
And then what do they do? They swing, they don't make a good swing. Maybe they overreact and then they overcompensate and the ball is going left into the woods. Yep. So what do you think players can do on the tee box when they're faced with a situation like that? A pre-performance routine is almost always best, like a pre-shot routine, something that we find that can just be almost ritualistic to calm what's called the chatter in the back of our brain. A little bit more complicated of an explanation, I think it's important to kind of know where the anxiety is coming from for those individuals. We so often catch it in what's called our conscious brain. We recognize that we're getting anxious, but unfortunately it's already started way before that in the deeper parts of the brain where the alarm systems are like, oh, no danger. And that's what actually kind of consumes our thoughts. So neurofeedback really helps with calming the alarm systems. So hopefully that water isn't as threatening as it once was. But once that threat is perceived, it gets into our head. And I always like to highlight two very important mental skills known as self-talk and imagery or visualization. And when you can get those two under wraps, you do a really good job of calming that chatter on top of a really yeah. strong so that's another important skill of using self-talk to kind of name what's going on and take control of that so it doesn't control you. Right.